Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good evening, everyone. And wherever you if you're watching on the West Coast or Mountain Time, good afternoon. This is this is no credentials required happy hour. Welcome to it. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Just want to give you a quick reminder before we continue with tonight's show about first about our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR, and on YouTube, no credentials required. Just do a search for it. And also, we'll also be kind to it. I'd ask you if you would hit the subscribe button. Also hit the notifications button on YouTube that when you know when new videos come out and when we'll go live on Friday nights. On the podcast side, be sure to subscribe, like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, and you and uh, and Podchaser. Also, leave a review. It'd be really nice if you left a review, and that way we can get our names out and get some notice in the in the uh, podcast stratosphere. I know it's very vast. There's a lot of podcasts out there, but I hope that we'll get some uh, we'll get some notice and you'll tune in more often. Before we continue, usually I do uh, uh, my beer of the week is usually at this time this week. But uh, what we're going to do is have a special guest come on uh, our program today. He is from the Victoria Royals. He's a defenseman for the Victoria Royals. It is Gannon LaRock. And Gannon was is a 17-year-old defenseman. He's 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 uh, declared for the NHL entry draft, which is actually going on tonight. Let's go through some of his credentials. He was actually undrafted 
in the WHL. He was passed over in the WHL Bantam draft, was signed by the Victoria Royals, played a handful of games last year before COVID shut things down. But he played 30 games this year with the Victoria Royals, and he earned himself the top defenseman on the team for the Victoria Royals. So that being said, let me go ahead and bring on our special guest, Gannon LaRock. Gannon, how are we doing tonight, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So thank you for coming on. I also want to give a quick uh, shout out to your uh, representative, Andy, uh, from um, from link management uh he's your rep he's uh, your advisor representative uh for giving the giving you the opportunity to to be a part of no credentials required and i just got a couple questions before you before uh i know you have, to, you have other interviews to go to but just got a couple questions about you and let the people get to know you and get to know who you are uh, it does say that you were passed over in the whl Benham draft but you signed with victoria uh what kind of work ethic i mean what what kind of flipped the switch for you in terms of wanting to be uh, wanting to go to this level of junior hockey and wanting to be, uh, I, I guess you're going to the entry draft, uh, wanting to be a professional hockey player. Yeah, I think it was just uh, a mentality shift. Obviously we talked about that. You just talked about it. And uh, I think uh, I used everything as motivation being passed in the Bantam draft. I think uh, it was obviously hard and um, yeah, I'm just really excited to get into the NHL entry draft and, um yeah i watch uh quite a few actually kobe bryant videos on youtube of just how he controls himself and how he's gone through everything and um just the work ethic it takes to get to the next level so um that's how i've kind of gone through things now going in your going into uh last year season whl season most actually all of junior canada got shut down because of covid this year you kind of had a a truncated season uh, i guess in the in the whl bubble uh, i know there were s- several bubbles one in alberta one in saskatchewan and one in uh, bc uh, tell me let the audience uh, can you give an idea of what being in the bubble is like for a junior hockey player what's it what's it like is it is it i mean is it a lot of hotel? Is it a hotel room? You just, where do you, where do you stay? What kind of routines do you go through? You know, what's what's the, what was like in the life in the bubble in the WHL in Victoria in uh, in Vancouver? Yeah, uh, yeah. So we were situated in uh, Kelowna. There's oh, cool. three other yep. teams in Kamloops, and then um, yeah, just kind of there was a 14 day quarantine that we had to go through, and obviously it was really hard mentally because you weren't seeing anybody except for your teammates for two months and. Um, yeah, you're missing the family a little bit and, uh, yeah, but kind of a, just a regular day would be get up and eat breakfast and, uh, there'd be probably five or six hours at the rink. So, um, just Mm. trying to get better with video practice, whether that's preparing for a game too. So, um, yeah, they took really good care of us at the hotel there and, um, yeah, I was just really thankful to play hockey. Obviously there was lots of leagues that weren't able to play hockey. So I was just really excited that I got my first year with the in the whl uh, take us through if you could take us through the, the life of a junior hockey player in canada I, I know that for here in the states we have high school we have high school hockey we don't have i mean there is a big junior league it's the ushl uh, but first of all in canada uh, what's the typical day in the life of a junior hockey player i mean, I mean not covid withstanding and being in a bubble but what kind of things do you do you what time do you get up? What time do you do you go to school? Do you go to school? I mean, what's that? What's the day to day life for a junior hockey player in Canada? 
Um, obviously, well, the bubble season was my first year in the WHL, but mm-hmm. uh, being called up with Victoria as a 16-year-old, I kind of learned a little bit of things. And uh, yeah, so kind of wake up at 7 a.m. and uh, eat breakfast. And um, every team's different, obviously, but in Victoria, we kind of get up and uh, we work out and skate all in the mornings and stuff. And um, the high school kids uh, would be going to high school in the afternoons. And um, then obviously I would be taking a university course that I would be taking. And uh, yeah, I just kind of live day by day as a junior hockey player. It's really fun. So, yeah, I mean, w- I mean inside the bubble, did you guys, what do you guys do for to kind of keep yourselves entertained? Was it a lot of video games? Was it a lot of what, what kind of stuff do you guys did you guys do in the bubble? To keep yourselves entertained and I guess you would say keep yourself sane. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of guys that played uh, video games. I actually, I brought mine, but I didn't even turn it on. Uh, I just thought that <laughs> focusing on hockey was the main objective of being in that bubble. And um, I brought like a little putting mat for golf. I'm really into golf. So oh, cool. Kind of my summer sport. So, and uh, yeah, there's quite a few UFC fights as well. And just kind of, watching movies and stuff like that. So just trying to keep in uh, hockey neutral and also having kind of a outside life of hockey in the bubble. Okay. No, that's, I, that's, a, that's a really interesting thing that you, 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 you're one of the, you want to, you, you, you play golf uh, in the, uh, in the uh, outside of hockey. Uh, if, if you, if you weren't want to play hockey, would golf be a second choice for you in terms of sports? <laughs> I'm really into golf. Yeah. But uh there's nothing that can overtake hockey. I just I love the game so much. So I do have an I've, I do have a question from our audience. My 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 friend Parker, Parker Ainsworth from the uh, FN Sports and uh, mid midweek mid range asks, "What's your handicap?" <laughs> um, I want to say it's around in between ten and twelve. So, um, that's where I'm at situated right now. And obviously, I want to become a scratch golfer, but obviously, hockey's yeah. main priority. <laughs> Yeah. Now, was it? Now, I see you're from. You're originally from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, was it difficult to make the move from Edmonton over to to Victoria? Is that is that kind of? Was it was it a difficult transition for you? Um. Well, I haven't fully moved to Victoria yet, just because the okay. first year in the bubble was like my first year in the WHL. So, mm-hmm. um, I think just being with the guys in the hotel for two months, I think made it a lot easier obviously we weren't able to see even our family for two months or anything so hmm. um yeah it was a lot of fun in the bubble i had a i couldn't uh couldn't complain one bit so now i, I looked at your the uh this article here your your coach jf best has a lot of good things to say about you he says you're competitive tenacious hardworking defender uh could you just for those of you for those of us who are uninitiated with the hockey game could you describe your style of play as a defenseman are you are you a a guy who will rush with the puck do you stay home do you stay back more often what is are are you kind of in the middle somewhere what how do you describe your game how would you Um, really like to describe my game as a 200 foot defenseman i like to contribute in all three zones uh there's like three players in the nhl who i try and use uh like there's one is shea weber he's a big physical guy with a big shot i think those are really important in today's game and there's roman yossi who wears uh the captain or the c on his chest sorry and i think that's really important because leadership is 
what uh, makes you and wins the, wins the Stanley Cup, sorry. And uh, just his transitional mm. play is really important. Drew Doughty is the, the last one for me. It's just his hockey sense is unbelievable. And being able to make those passes and find the passing lanes is incredible. So, Yeah. And uh, we have one, another question here from the audience from Kyle, a.k.a. Shaggy, from the Here in Puckberg podcast. He asked, he asked, what's, he asked what was your favorite team growing up and who do you, mo- you who do you model your game after? You kind of went into that with my other question, but if you want to elaborate that a little bit more, you're more than welcome to. Uh, but, well, yeah, who was your favorite team growing up and who do you, who do you again, who do you just remind who who you try to model, model your game after? Yeah, I'll start with who I'm on my game after. I just kind of explain it with uh, Shea Weber with his physical shot to, or physical physicality, sorry, and his shot. And then Roman Yossi is just a really good leader in the room and on the ice and just his transitional play, being able to play that 200 foot uh, on the ice. And then Drew Doughty, who is has a great hockey IQ and is being able to find those passing lanes. And then, yeah, I grew up in Edmonton, Alberta here up in Canada and, uh, just chose and uh, chose the Oilers, Edmonton Oilers. So. Naturally, as an Edmonton-born, yeah. <laughs> Edmonton-born kid. Yeah. Now, you, you, playing in a bubble, you didn't have. Uh, were there a lot of fans, or there were no fans allowed? There was no fans allowed, actually. No fans allowed. Okay, so once this whole thing, we we kind of go through this whole thing of COVID. We get restrictions lifted. Are are, are you someone who's looking forward to having fans in the stands? in uh in victoria when the season comes around in october september october yeah our first uh home game is in october so i'm really looking forward to it yeah the uh i played two games back in victoria as a 16 year old and uh i couldn't complain they're probably the best fans i'd say in the whl so i'm really looking forward to having them back in the crowd all right again so I just want to thank you for joining us here on No Credentials Required and letting people get to know you and uh, get to get to uh, know who you are. Uh, uh, Kyle, uh, uh, his uh, <laughs> he says, I says great trip to realize uh, to idolize between uh, Weber uh, and Dowdy, uh, Weber and Dowdy, and I forgot the other one. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, congratulations to you. I, I, best wishes to you. I hope for you get a chance to get drafted in the next couple of days. That obviously it's going to be a very, uh, a, 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 maybe a tense. I wouldn't say a tense time. Um, I don't know if there's the, if the nerves. You don't look nervous at all. <laughs> look very look very laid back. For it's easy. It's an easy thing to be for a defenseman. But yeah, you know, I I appreciate your time. And uh, again, uh, thanks to uh, uh, your your representative at Link Management for having us the giving the opportunity to have you on. And uh, again, best wishes to you. And as, as someone who is a fan of the New Jersey Devils, I, I'll admit it. I hope you get drafted by us. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I really appreciate it. Again, and you're welcome back anytime. We'll be, uh, I'll get in touch with your, uh, with your agent. One welcome to come back anytime and uh, spend some time with us. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Thanks again. Appreciate you. All right. That was again, LaRock from the Victoria Royals. He's a defenseman in the WHL. And again, like I, was, like I said, I'm hoping that he uh, he's uh, drafted by my guys, the New Jersey Devils. He played another guy who's in the WHL, W. Ty Smith. But again, I want to thank uh, again one more time. I want to thank Gan Larock. Also, want to thank his uh, his uh, player, his agent, uh, his agent uh, Andy Chengalath. Uh, he's the vice president of Link Management, and uh, give him the opportunity to have a forum to talk about his game, talk about himself a little bit. 
I know it's uh, with hockey players, it's uh, it's team first. Uh, but uh, it's uh, but it gets him the chance to get his name out there. He's been on a couple other podcasts with Belly Up Sports. He was on the back check. He was also on. Let me take these off. He was on the back check. He's also been on uh, High and Wide. So again, good, best wishes to Gannon. And uh, you know he's number two nineteen in the in the draft rating with with NHL NHL Central Central Scouting. But rankings don't really mean a thing when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the draft. So we'll see what happens with him. He's a, uh, you know, he's he, he's solid kid. We appreciate his time. All right, so back to the regular business we have here at No Credentials Required. It's beer of the week. It's beer of the week time. This week I chose from Warhorse Brewing, which is located in the. Finger Lakes region of New York. And as we, as you know, with no credentials required, we try to keep things local. Again, the, the hashtags local sports matter. Uh, also with the hashtag, uh, the hashtag mighty five one eight. But this time this week, I'm going to, I'm drinking from uh Warhorse brewing. This is a s'mores with Churchill it is a, an, is an oatmeal coffee stout with vanilla and chocolate. It's rated 4.09 caps on untapped, 6.4 ABV. And they describe it as a full-bodied coffee oatmeal stout with marshmallow, graham cracker, and chocolate. Notes of milk chocolate, caramel, toasted marshmallows, graham crackers, fresh roasted coffee, and cacao nibs. Mm. All right. So let's get into some of this beer. All right. That is the sound of the weekend, my friends. As you always, I bring my mug, Mason Jar mug, my co-host. Okay, I'll sneak peek here. Look at that. That is definitely an oatmeal stout. That is for sure. There it is. Nice and dark. Get a, little, get a little nose here. Whew. It does smell sweet. That's okay, though. All right, everyone. Here's to the weekend. Here's to the NHL draft. Cheers to Gannon. Thanks again for having for being on. And here's to you. Here's to us. We made it. Happy weekend. Ooh. Ooh, that's tasty. It's a little sweet, but you have to get that, that graham cracker. You get that marshmallow. Give it that chocolate in the in the uh ooh. There's a chocolate in the back. <laughs> there is the chocolate in the back. But yeah, Warhorse Brewing, based in the based in the Finger Lakes region of New York. Again, support local, but uh, it's a New York beer. It's a good beer. It's a good beer. I might have to get myself a Victoria Royals jersey after this show, though. <laughs> but yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see. Maybe I'll adopt them. As, maybe I'll adopt them as my uh, WHL, my Western Hockey League team. I need, some, I need some. I need to adopt some teams uh, with the with in junior hockey, USHL, WHL, OHL, QM, JHL up in Quebec. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta adopt some teams. Get some jerseys out. I, mean, I think I'll make Victoria my uh, W my adopted WHL team. All right, so let's start off with the moves of the week. Uh, usually my podcast form usually focuses on local 518 Albany, New York area sports, but 
on Fridays. I'd like to do a little bit deeper dive in terms of the national news of the week. And we're going to start with the, national, the NHL expansion draft. Uh, Wednesday was the NHL expansion draft. It was kind of meh. Kind of meh. Uh, I wrote an article about this on uh, on Wednesday, uh, Thursday afternoon, excuse me, on Belly Up Sports. Uh, you can go to the, you can go bellyupsports.com for uh, my articles and also other articles addressing other topics like baseball. Uh, the baseball, the, the uh, drafted life coming soon. Uh, NHL, uh, NFL, NFL camp start next week. Very excited for that. But I'm going to talk about the expansion draft, and it was kind of it's kind of meh. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why, and I'll give it a bit of a summary. And one of the things that was made kind of meh was the was the leaks on first was the leaks on social media, and then throughout the day, uh, Frank Saravalli, other hockey insiders were leaking who who the Seattle Kraken were going to take in the in the in the in their expansion draft, and, and it's really cool that. Seattle gets a team before, and I think it's, and I've said it before, I'll say it over and over and over again. I think it's awesome that the NHL got to Seattle uh, before, <laughs> before the, uh, before the NBA came back. Cause if you remember back in the day when, C- when the Seattle Supersonics relocated to Oklahoma City, David Stern said, yeah, we're going to bring an expansion team back. We're going to bring a team back to Seattle. Gary Bettman come to the punch and I laugh and I laugh. <laughs> I'm getting that Kev. Don't steal my thunder. Billy up Kev from the uh, corner booth and uh, tailgate on the quad podcasts, respectively. He said, someone get Sean Kev a bigger t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. But yeah, the first thing that kind of made the expansion draft kind of meh were the leaks on social media. And I try to avoid social media that day because of that reason. But the leaks just kept come, kept coming. And you couldn't help it. You had to look. I just got one. I wanted to be surprised, but it's it's it was, but seeing these leaks, it just kind of remind me of. It was, it was like seeing, it was like getting your Christmas presents on Thanksgiving Day. It spoiled everything. It just made everything worse. And I'm I'm kind of surprised that Saravelli's not being chained up somewhere uh, underneath the uh, underneath the underneath the offices of the NHL building in, in, in uh, New York city because he had leaked those picks. But I think the NHL did themselves, didn't do themselves any favors shooting themselves in the foot by pre-taping the broadcast. And we'll get to ESPN's kind of rough coverage. Uh, We'll go to that next. So the rough coverage of, of the, of the, of the draft Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And hey, cool. NHL coming back to ESPN. The music, the, the you know, having having the worldwide leader on your side when it comes to broadcast rights is not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. But 
it just seemed kind of boring. Their coverage seemed kind of boring because of all the free tape skits with Kevin Weeks. Having Chris Fowler as your host. And Kyle brings up the good point. Go Carolina Panthers. <laughs> one of the many, one of, one of some of the blunders that happened on one of the biggest blunders that happened on the podcast uh, on this uh, on this edition on this uh, draft was that Chris Fowler called the Carolina Hurricanes Carolina Panthers. Good lord! Oh, it's just the footballer, Chris Fowler. <laughs> But that, but I, I won somebody with who, from ESPN, who was passionate about the sport, who knew a lot about the sport, who it just loves everything about the sport, up and down, from the college ranks all the way up to professionals. I won somebody like John Butchacross. I won guys like Greg Wyshynski, who had, who had, who was, who was one of my favorite podcasters back in the day. He was. He was one of the inspirations as to why I have podcasts now, why I'm in podcasts. He, his, his podcast, Merrick versus Wyshynski, my favorite podcast of all time. I want guys like him on. Uh, we could have used somebody like Emily Kaplan, uh, who's a beat writer for ESPN Hockey. He, she should have she been a part of it. Also, Emily Hextall, who's going to be one of your play-by-play announcers for hockey. She knows hockey. She her, she her I guess I think it was her grandfather – Play won a Stanley Cup uh, when she before she was before she was born, but but it's just I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating that instead of bringing your best and brightest and your most knowledgeable NHL folks, you're bringing Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler, you know, Chris Fowler, who is known for college football. He's our primary play-by-play guy for college football. Also known for tennis. I know he's at the U.S. Open and Wimbledon every year. Or excuse me, is at Wimbledon. So it was just kind of frustrating to see him be a part of the broadcast. And haha, Kev, or bring in Ryan McCarthy. Yeah, bring in Ryan McCarthy. Oh, that, okay, thank you. I, I was I thought I was being insulted at first, but yeah, or bring in Ryan McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. Bring us in. That's what we said in the Cans and Tomahawks live stream that went for almost th- over three hours. Bring us in. Bring us in. Bring Shan Walsh from Slapshot Sweethearts. Bring in Alex and Zach. Bring in Andrew. Uh, for, uh, and bring in Fink, Kyle. The, uh, the yeah, the two Kyles, Kyle Sullivan, and from here in Puckburg, Shaggy Von Doom, and uh, Kyle Hall from Broadway Hat, Broadway Hat. Bring people like us in who know the sport and love it, and want to curate it, and want to see it build up and grow. Want to bring other people, bring an audience in. But no, Chris Fowler. But yeah, you can tell it was definitely pre-recorded. A lot of those little sketches with Kevin Week with Kevin Weeks. I have no problem with Kevin Weeks. I think he's a great analyst. I think he's a little bit of a. I think he has a bit of a. Per, he definitely has a bit of a personality uh, who can bring audiences in. But yeah, you, you had Chris Fowler calling the Carolina Hurricanes the Carolina Panthers. Marshawn Lynch, kind of going less than beast mode, trying to pronounce Kelly Yarncroft's name. Sean Kemp's muscle shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the, the as Kevin mentioned, someone get Sean Kemp a bigger shirt. Yeah, it was a bit uh, revealing. Let's put it that way. I, I don't know if somebody somebody just passed along a T-shirt to uh, to Sean Kemp before the broadcast before he brought him out with Gary Payton. But it's just it was it was 
It was not great. Not great, ESPN. Now, the third reason why I I, I, I kind of thought the expansion draft was kind of meh was the lack of ring, name recognition of the players being drafted. You know, with the Vegas Golden Knights, you had Marc-Andre Fleury, Jonathan Marcheseau, David Perron. Those were names the casual fan might know. But we didn't have that with with the Seattle Kraken. Didn't seem to it, it really didn't seem to have a whole lot of names uh in the in in the in the tank. A whole lot of big teams names in the tank. And uh Jimmy Insty uh asked, Are you surprised Price didn't get picked by Seattle? No, not really. Not really surprised. Uh, considering how much he was going to hit against their cap, and I think that's part of the reason why they drafted, why they drafted the way they did, because I think they're going to try to save a lot of cap space to go after the big names. They're going to try maybe we might see him trade for Jack Eichel, we might see him try to sign Alex Ovechkin, we might see him try to maybe do a, a swing a deal with Columbus to bring in a guy like Patrick Line. They, they want to try to build a brand name. Try to build a, a a following in Seattle, and Seattle, they'll come out for anybody. They'll come out for their, they come out for the Sounders. They come out for the Seahawks. Kind of come out for the Mariners. The Mariners haven't been a winning team in a very, very long time. Uh, so uh, I don't know who goes to Safeco Park, but for a game. But Seattle will follow their teams to the ends of the earth. But no, I'm not surprised that I'm not surprised that Carey Price wasn't picked up by Seattle. I, I think it was just too much of a risk, especially if he's hurt and he's going to be out for the first four to six weeks of next season. So, you know, but I think the, I think the lack of name recognition is going to be, uh, it's going to be, um, it might not actually be, I'll be for not when, when free agency comes around next week, maybe they try to make a big splash uh, tonight during the draft, which is going to happen in about two minutes. We've already had some some trades already. Yep, here in Buckberg, Kyle saying the broadcast was as good as a Dale Brinkway microwave Big Mac. <laughs> okay, first of all, ew. Second of all, W ew, because like the Big Mac. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't all too bad. The expansion draft wasn't all too bad. Uh, they revealed their, their sweaters. Their jerseys, as we call them here in the states, their their jerseys. They were they were tight, especially the road the road whites. Oh goodness! Maybe you want to go to the NHL store and get one right now. But that those road those road whites, which I think, which I think, we should go back to home whites. That's my opinion. Um, those were those were some awesome jerseys. And we're going to give some props to the NHL's heel Twitter account faction, the Carolina Hurricanes. And after 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 Chris Fowler called them the Carolina Panthers, the Hurricanes, just go to their just go to their Twitter account. Just type in Kane, at Canes. And I love how some Twitter accounts on NHL has has sense of humor. I love how NHL NHL Twitter accounts are so underrated. They're so underrated in terms of humor because you're saying, oh, it's hockey. They don't have nobody has a sense of humor in hockey. Nobody uh, it's like oh, it's everybody's all team first and this and that. And it's like, no, 
NHL Twitter accounts, some of the Twitter accounts on there are just outstanding. Now, my New Jersey Devils, they're really good. They're pretty good with the social media, but they they got to step up their game if they want to compete with the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, not only did the Carolina Hurricanes troll the draft, Carolina Panthers <laughs> also trolled the draft. With what they did was that they took the Carolina Hurricanes logo and they painted their colors, the black and the uh, <laughs> and the teal or the, te- or the or the blue. Oh my goodness! I oh my goodness! I'm just I, I died. I died. Well, we were watching. I noted it in our in our live stream with Cans and Tomahawks. It brilliant, 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 brilliant. And th- those two things made my night. I mean, it made the it made the predetermined draft better because it was just so fun. Now, those two accounts made it fun. I'll give it, you know, give them props. Give them props. Give them props. Carolina Hurricanes, Carolina Panthers. Cheers to you, friends. All right. So before the draft even began, we've got some trade bonanza in going on. Uh, we had. Shane Gothisbear from the uh, who formerly of the Philadelphia Flyers, he was traded to Arizona. Uh, Philadelphia wasn't done though, because they traded for they traded uh, for Rusto Ristolainen. They traded from Buffalo. They got Ristolainen for Buffalo for one of their first round picks. You know, as part of a package with that included. Robert Hag, the 14th. So the Flyers sent the 14th overall pick, their second round pick in 2023, and defenseman Robert Hag to the Sabres for Rasmus Ristolainen, also a former first round pick for the for the Sabres. We had uh, Alex Buchnevich from the from the New York Rangers. Be tra- he was traded to the St. Louis Blues for Sammy Blaze and a 2022 second round pick. Uh, Kyle Hall from the from the Broadway Hat Podcast, most affected. <laughs> uh, the Rangers are going to buy out. Uh, they they're going to buy out uh, Tony D'Angelo, who got in a fight with his one of his teammates last year during the season last year, and they also introduced uh, Barkley Goodrow for the first time. They extended his contract out. Um, Oliver Ekman Larson trade to Vancouver. Uh, at five, as of five thirty-seven this evening, Eastern Time, he was traded to Vancouver uh, for Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, Antoine Roussel, the Canucks' first-round pick, and the first round, and the first-round pick, as well as yeah, uh, and the first-round pick. Wow! And it also included a twenty twenty-two second-round pick and a twenty twenty-three seventh-rounder. So the Coyotes trade again. Uh, I forgot to mention. They also traded forward Connor Garland to Vancouver as well. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. They also forfeited their 11th. So the primary reason why, and they also you know, they forfeited their 11th overall, like the ninth overall pick. Okay. So part of the reason why they traded Oliver ekman Larson is because they lost their first-round pick this year due to violation of the NHL's combined combined testing policy. So they got a first round pick back. They actually go up two spots. So kudos to the Flyers for doing their uh for doing their homework in terms of in terms of uh 
in terms of trying to uh, get a draft pick back. Uh, Ekman Larson is entering the third season of an eight-year, $66 million contract that carries an $8.25 million salary cap hit through 2026-2027. So, yeah, basically... And their Coyotes are only retaining $990,000 annually on that contract. So smart move to try to put one of their division rivals in a hole, a financial hole. Uh, Tyler, uh, Taylor Hall, he's going to stay at the Bruins four years, 24 mil. Uh, the Blue Jackets are looking to, are possibly, are, have, tra- have also agreed to trade Seth Jones to the Chicago Blackhawks. That's going to be an interesting Ken's and Tomahawks podcast episode. Let's see Tyler in the background here. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode this week of Ken's and Tomahawks. As I'm pretty sure Zach and Alex are going to discuss that. Uh, the Blackhawks are receiving first-round pick, number 32 overall, as well as the Jackets, Blue Jackets sixth-rounder. It uh, doesn't say what... Let me just see here. Oh, and in addition to the to the trade, uh, he's also signing an eight-year extension with the Blackhawks. So an annual a- average annual value of $9.5 million. That's pretty nice for someone who's going to turn 28 or 27, excuse me, in October. And dang it, I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention. I meant to mention this to uh, Gannon, but it turns out Gannon and I actually share the birthday. We have the same birthday, August 20th. So it's hard to tell him that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's smart. I mean, Blackhawks, Blackhawks are making some smart moves. They, uh, they acquired Seth Jones. They acquired Caleb Jones. Uh, the Duncan Keith trade. Hi, bud. Sorry. <laughs> How long's in the way, as usual? There we go. Say hi to the people. Say hi to the people, bud. All right. As he cleans, as he grooms himself. Okay. So, yeah, so lots of trades going on prior to the draft or around draft day. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an entertaining uh, night, two days for sure. And it's already started with some of these trades. Uh, draft's happening tonight. Looks like Owen Power is uh, projected to be first overall. He's a defenseman from uh, who played with the Canadian national team last year uh, in the uh, in the junior tournament. He also played at the University of Michigan. Um, according to the mock draft, ESPN's mock draft, Owen Power going one, Matthew Bernier, his teammate going two, Dylan Gunther going three. My name is the Devils. Duke Hughes. You can always use another Hughes brother <laughs> on the team uh, to play with his brother Jack. Luke Hughes is Jack's brother. Uh, Quinn plays in Vancouver. That would be an interesting trade for sure. <laughs> the New Jersey Devils getting all three Hughes brothers. And I guess this is the fourth in the in the chamber somehow. He's a little bit younger. I don't know. I mean, that would be pretty fun to have all five Hughes brothers play for the New Jersey Devils. But in the meantime, NHL draft tonight. I'm going to probably watch some after uh, we're done here with the uh, happy hour. Let's tell long gets in my face once again. And we'll go to our last 
News item of the week worth noting. Ladies and gentlemen, your Cleveland Guardians. So this afternoon, actually this morning, uh, right before right before noontime, e- noon Eastern, the Cleveland, soon to be formally named Indians, announced that next as of next season, they are going to be known as the Cleveland Guardians. Now, there's I guess there's some history behind the name. Uh, there's some. Uh, if Cleveland, if any Cleveland fans out there, or Cleveland Clevelanders out there, fill me in on what the Guardians is. I know there's a couple of buildings that were cut into a shape of what looks like a guardian. Um, but it's an okay name. the The logos aren't kind of are kind of a miss. It's a little weird uh, with the with the Guardians logo and the name and the numbering. But I'm I'm for myself. I'm not a huge fan. Of the uh, not a huge fan of the name or the new colors. I would have preferred they got with gone with uh, with the spiders or the rockers, maybe or or the picks, the Cleveland picks, guitar picks, guitar picks because of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the drumsticks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was pretty there was different names they went with and they tried testing that out with the, with the with some people who uh who are kind of in the know in regards to the city. Um, but yeah, fill me in. I'm, I'm, I, I had some, I made some, I made a snarky comment. <laughs> I made a snarky comment on my personal Twitter account. Uh, one of the, one of our podcasts on Godzilla media, which is the sports with a Z and a T. Uh, they posted the picture of the guardians logo and it said thoughts on Cleveland guardians for 2022. And I, and I, so, and I quote tweeted them and I replied snarkily guarding the city from a seeing a world series title since 1948. <laughs> Sorry. I text message to come in. Um, yeah. I went full heel mode on that tweet. <laughs> and then two replies, one of them from belly up co-founder Blaine. Who said, ouch. And uh, Zach from Cannons and Tomahawks, who's also on the Rockin' with the Jake, Rockin' at the Jake podcast, which is Cleveland, Cleveland, I'm sorry, Cleveland, soon not to be named Indians. He, uh, he wrote, he, he tweeted with a, he, he quote tweeted my tweet with, uh, ouch, baby, very ouch from Austin Powers. So, I don't know. I think it was kind of a miss. I might get used to it. I know XFL fans out there are going, what? why New York guardians already exist, but you know, they chose them for a reason to be tested. Well, in, in the, uh, we tested. Well, I don't know. We'll see. And in, in test studies, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So I'm starting to run out of steam and the draft is in a few minutes, folks, but I just want to thank you again for tuning into no credentials acquired. Friday happy hour presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Also, just want to remind you by our socials right down below here: Twitter and Instagram at Belly Up NCR, Facebook.com forward slash Belly Up Sports NCR, YouTube. No credentials required. Just search No Credentials Required. And again, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. You know when videos come out. You know when the live show starts. Podcast side. Like, share, and subscribe there as well. And give us a rating. 
on either Apple Podcasts, uh, Spreaker, Podchaser. Get some notice in the podcast world. All right, that's going to do it here again, folks, for No Crunch Required Friday Happy Hour. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Go get and go. Cheers, everyone. Courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.